0: Check us out and become a part of the show, because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Once upon a time, or was it more recently? There was a young boy named Dodger. He was the sort of child who was always left out of things. Each day after school, Dodger works in a junk shop owned by the mysterious Captain Mancini. Which is broth and vampires brew? Make these clothes as good as new. Roger has never had a family or a friend he could call his own. Until now. <laughs> What's that? He came out to help us. Meet the Garbage Pail Kid. Starring Nat Nerd. Windy Winston Messy Tessie yeah!
1: Give him a chance, Tangerine. You'll like him.
0: Alligator wow. Valerie Vomit Lisa Greg. Ah, I'm gonna get fire for this. Foul Phil Ice and a The
1: Garbage Pail Kids Movie they may not be pretty, but boy, they make great friends. Starring Anthony Newley and Mackenzie Aston, The Garbage Pale Kids Movie. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. <laughs>
0: go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks!
1: We're doing it live!
0: Yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! Welcome to Movie Sucktastic!
1: Where we get people telling us that we suck, as well.
0: We- <laughs> we've, had I some,
1: one. Not, we, we've had some. No, we've had some 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 comments on the YouTube uh, the videos, <laughs> the ones that actually get through lately.
0: I mean, the uh, whiny bitches that complain that we're not showing the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Anyway, oh,
1: I wholeheartedly agree.
0: This uh, is this is episode number. Which episode, Joe? Two nineteen. Two nineteen. If if you're if you're watching this from a link on the Facebook page, I got the number wrong. No, you didn't. It's right. I said two twenty.
1: No, the number's right.
0: Okay. It's cause
1: it's cause I fixed it. Just play along.
0: Oh, never mind. What am I talking about? Well you didn't tell me (laughs) I It's not
1: I did tell you I fixed it five minutes ago.
0: I didn't hear that part. Anyway. (laughs) So what you're telling
1: uh, me is you you don't listen to me.
0: I'm stinking Scott and this is uh
1: Dowie Joey.
0: Dowie Joey, and we're doing the garbage pale kids movie.
1: Dowie Joey. Is that an Italian thing?
0: No, it's an actual Garbage Pail Kids card. I did searches for actual Garbage Pail Kids cards based on our names.
1: So, Doughy Joey looks like what, then?
0: I don't know. I don't remember. Most yeah. likely, he was being rolled out. But I just picked it because it was either that or... It was the best one out of all the Joey's in Garbage Pail Kids collection. Believe me.
1: Uh, I'm betting he's a big, giant, fat guy.
0: Uh, no, no. He's just kind of doughy.
1: Are you saying I'm doughy?
0: Yes, I'm saying you're doughy.
1: Fuck that shit.
0: And I'm stinky.
1: Doughy Joey. Let's see.
0: Switch to Snotty Scotty because I figured that was too easy.
1: Oh Well, at least you're not doughy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Want to bet? Anyway, yes, we're, we're reviewing, this episode, we're reviewing the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Okay. Uh, which it's, it's, it's the Pillsbury. Garbage, it's
1: it looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy being rolled out. So you're right. correct.
0: It's it's not Garbage Pail Kids the movie. It's the Garbage Pail Kids movie official title, uh, 1987, and we're reviewing this uh, in response to the last week challenge of The Borrower because they watched this film in The Borrower for an ungodly amount of time. I yeah, it it,
1: it, it was an, an unreasonable amount of time that they. I mean, and we went ahead, went ahead and watched the whole thing, anyway. Yes.
0: Well, I, I, I just want to point out that in the borrower, they showed the parents of a of um of a girl whose um, boyfriend is is brutally murdered by a dog-headed monster. Yeah, the while, the, one, the one that's while in they're, the band. While they're, yeah, while they're half asleep watching the Garbage Pail Kids movie, and I think I would rather, in hindsight, I, I think I would rather be brutally murdered by a dog-headed monster than have to sit through the Garbage Pail Kids movie again.
1: Yeah, it's this is this is a bad one. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I got Holly to watch it with me, and we only Ooh. made it halfway through.
1: So you watched the other half on your own?
0: Yes, I did. A half a bottle of wine was not enough. Halfway through, <laughs> she's like, you know what, I can't take this anymore. Now let's let's stop. <laughs> so she... <laughs> so it, um, it, it didn't make
1: it. Things like acting, plot structure, even musical score...
0: The music! Went, oh, that was the worst! Went
1: uh, out the window with this film.
0: What? when they started singing, even I was agog. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I, now, she, she, she insisted that we watched this film in its entirety recently, and I, and I had to remind her, no, we watched it for like five minutes, then you made us turn it off. And she, she kept insisting that we watched it at a movie at a, at a um, bad movie night. I was like, no, we've never watched this at a bad movie night. No, yes, we have. No, we didn't.
1: Yes, we have.
0: No, we didn't. No,
1: we absolutely did. I have the video montage that, that chronicles all the bad movie uh, night movies. No, no, movies. you
0: showed all the trailers. That no, up no, people on no, one.
1: no. No. I put together a... Tw- oh, sorry, Scott, you're wrong. <laughs> no,
0: we never watched this. Uh, never. No,
1: see, I'll tell you exactly what happened. We were supposed to have a bad movie night. This was probably sometime in 2012. Okay. No, 2011, because Sebastian wasn't born yet. Okay, so All right. we were gonna. I invite. We invited a ton of people over, and it rained like a motherfucker. So I had the move the screen. I had everything set up outside, and it just rained like a motherfucker. It Rained us out. So we watched the movies inside. Some people were watching movies downstairs in the basement. You watched Chud and uh, Superman Four in the basement, and then upstairs, a different group of people watched uh, uh, Garbage Pail Kids and there was one other film that we did for Bad Movie Day. So We had
0: two separate rooms showing movies? Yes. That, then that doesn't count.
1: What do you mean it doesn't count?
0: Because we weren't all watching that movie.
1: Well, you, I if I remember correctly, didn't want to watch Garbage Pail Kids at that moment and wanted to go downstairs and watch Chud. Sure. So it's your fault.
0: Do you Do you blame me?
1: <laughs> but yes... Garbage you, we, did, I, we, I, I, we did have a bad movie night. No, do I don't you. blame you. Oh, thank uh, you. We did have a bad movie night and we did show Garbage Pale Kids. Not but, everyone but it, was watching it. There we had like fifteen or sixteen people uh, at the house and about half and half.
0: That sounds I, like a poorly managed bad movie night.
1: It rained. I don't yep, know what you, you want go. me to do.
0: Well that well, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying that sounds you know, it, it explains my confusion. Okay, well, you had so a hand
1: in, in splitting up everyone, so
0: right. So I, I did not view it at. Uh...
1: No, you did not. My next door neighbors came over and hung out with us. They ended up watching it with the group upstairs. They might not have f- forgiven me yet. <laughs> so, but yes, Holly no. is correct. We did show. We did have a bad movie night, and Garbage Pail Kids was one of the films shown. And oh. the video montage is on I... Facebook.
0: Great, so now every time she claims we've watched a film and we haven't, she's going to say, well, what about Bad Movie Night? Thanks, Re- you, Joe. Refer
1: to episode... Two, hey, you brought it upon yourself, sir.
0: Thank, thank, you, thank you very much for getting my back on that.
1: How could I... Listen, tell, tell, to just say tell any... Her
0: the, the next to, five times, I'm automatically on her side. Just tell her that.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, and then hopefully Holly will be on mine. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: but if I said anything else, it would be an, a complete lie.
0: I wasn't asking you to lie. Anyway, garbage Bell Here's the movie we're reviewing it.
1: Wow, you got your six fingers into a fifth of gin. What's wrong with you?
0: Uh, six. Yeah, I'm on my nine. I'm, uh, these are my my next three. The hell, man. That kind of day. We're doing
1: a strangers tonight.
0: <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> you should yeah. be
1: saving that for later.
0: Uh, there's nothing to save, sir.
1: Uh oh, I love the banner. Look at that.
0: I just changed it. I always change it when we do the show.
1: Alright, where's the montage? I know I just posted it not that long ago. Yeah, there it is. Bad Movie Day montage. 20 minutes long. And I couldn't get that on Facebook for the longest time because it's like 20 minutes and 8 seconds. And they're like, nope. Doesn't meet (laughs) the cutoff. I'm like, you know, go fuck yourselves. How am I going to shave 8 seconds off of this? And then YouTube wouldn't take it at all because it's like... It's basically 5 minutes of, of the best scenes of each film.
0: Right. So, so so so, where do you want to begin with Garbage Failed Kids* as a movie?
1: With ending the show, we can begin there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we've I, used we've used the term child, "razor thin plot" before. Well, but a, as a prime I'd example say, of such is this movie. This is definitely. Well, a bunch of writers scrambling to get this done as quick as possible because the expiration date for Garbage Pail Kids cards and, and people who were interested in that was long gone when they decided to make this movie.
0: Well, sure. Yeah, and, and uh, honestly, when you're when you uh, when you're watching a film and on, on the screen you see floated before you a Topps Chewing Gum production, you know you're fucked.
1: You yeah, know it. Yeah. I never yeah. noticed it before.
0: It's the only film ever made. Well, you know, IMDb says that, and they're wrong, because Mars Attacks is also based on a car, a, a collectible cards. So uh, this is the from first Tops? film ever made. Is it what? from Tops? Well, not. I, I don't think that was Tops, but it was still it was based on a collectible. It was based on oh, okay. uh, a, a cards. Well,
1: oh, I, I didn't know
0: that. Mars Attacks. Yeah, the original cards that you could get chewing gum to hold the same thing. But um, Was that Mars, like uh, the 50s? But Garbage Pail Kids. The movie is the first film ever based on collectible trading cards, and Tim Burton's the only one to get away with it. But he had a budget. They really? didn't have a
1: budget. <laughs> they had a one point one million dollar budget.
0: Right, which apparently was not enough for them to finish the animatronics on the Garbage Pail Kid masks, no. which is why they have virtually no expressional changes throughout the film.
1: Yeah, at one point, uh, Greaser Greg, his bottom teeth, it looked like they were coming in and out of like a gear that moved them. It almost looked like he had false teeth uh, or because his teeth would pop up and then they'd pop down. It was very subtle, but if you were looking for it, you could notice it. It's like, wow, those are some shitty animatronics.
0: The only thing worse than that is that Greaser Greg apparently got first billing
1: yeah he's total he's like he's like donald trump's alter ego <laughs> yeah i know my chicks <laughs> drink the
0: red and you'll be dead i think he got top billing because i i think he's the only one that did the did the uh the actual acting and the voice
1: oh god really
0: well, well, because, well, if you look through the credit, if you look through at least through the IMDb credits, there's no real credits as far as I can tell for the actors in the suits. They only have voice actors, and Greaser Greg is one of the few voice actors that I believe is one, the actual actor in the suit. At least he's a midget, so <laughs> I don't know why they get him to do a voice for a, a midget character if he wasn't playing the character. Right. Now, I could almost, I, I, I can assume possibly because of that that all the voices were actually the actors in the suits so that they were all midget or dwarf actors that were doing the voices as well right i, um, I almost want to guess that uh, mainly because there's very little information on these people and most of them this was their only film ever which <laughs> leads me to believe that it was the actual people in the costumes doing the voices
1: and I'll tell you, the the Garbage Pail Kids uh, that they chose to, to be in this movie, you could tell those were budget choices.
0: Huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, just going through the list, I'm just looking at a bunch of different ones, and it's like, yep, too much. They would need a completely different budget to make a different uh, set of characters in the movie. They were all just pretty much, yeah, Valerie Vomit. Yeah, well... You know, we'll add animation vomit to her one time in the movie.
0: No, no, animation vomit! It was real vomit.
1: No, 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 there no, 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 no. There's a shot of her vomiting on the two, which is yeah. real, and then there's a shot that is uh, uh, green screened with anim- green. like animation vomit coming out of her mouth. I
0: don't want animation green screen. i uh, borderline. Dude, uh, I wouldn't call it real animation.
1: Okay, whatever it is, it's not real, and they had to spend a little bit of a, a budget. To get it to to look like that but the thing is they weren't doing things like that because they didn't have the money to do it greaser greg what what kind of budget do you need for him you just need the costume uh windy winston was his name yeah okay air it just
0: well the only other one was the uh
1: what was it messy tessie with the snot
0: well, they're not going to pick doughy Joey and just have him rolled out through the whole film. You had to have characters that can move around too. Yeah, I'm to well, yeah, give you
1: that. So it's it's all, it was all a budget choice. Well, sure it was. Yeah. One million bucks. Just, even I'll... even one million dollars in 1987 uh, isn't much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a lot of money. I mean, you you give someone one million dollars now, they can make a garbage kid, pale kids movie. Well,
0: apparently they had enough for Anthony Newley. That poor bastard.
1: Wasn't this his last movie, too?
0: His last film. Anthony and Louie's last film was God. Garbage Pail Kids, the movie.
1: Whoa. What did he die from?
0: Uh, <laughs> being in Garbage Pail Kids, the movie.
1: R- renal cancer.
0: Yeah. That, th- this film almost gave me renal cancer.
1: What the fuck? Yeah. That's like a rare one.
0: Isn't that rare? I don't know. I'm not up on my cancers. I just know they're bad. I, well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and you know, it's like you read some of the stuff about behind the scenes, like, oh yeah, Anthony Newley stood, stayed with the film because he believed in it. So, no, he didn't. No one believes in this film. <laughs> no, one, no one did. The set designer believed in this film because he was the only one that actually had a budget he could use. That's it. No one, no one believed in this fucking film. Uh, the, the uh, What's his name? The, uh, the uh, Dodger. Dodger played by Mackenzie Aston son of of Sh- uh, John Aston and uh, apparently uh, he he uh, um, he uh, got the, the role behind his parents back and when um, John Aston found out he was gonna be in this movie right. he tried he tried to get him out of it
1: <laughs> he
0: tried to break the contract like no 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 that's
1: it was probably a good thing although <laughs> holy he's I've never, I you know, I don't recognize him as an adult, but he's holy shit. Does he work? He works. Yeah,
0: a lot of TV stuff, I think.
1: Uh, uh, mostly television, but Jesus Christ, has he been? He's been working. My God, that well, is a, he, that is a resume.
0: Yeah, well, he's the son of an act. He's the son of John Aston. He's gonna fucking work. You know, it's it's not a. It's
1: not necessarily guaranteed, but yeah.
0: But, but you know, it's gonna happen. I mean, well, especially He was these on days. the
1: Facts of Life for three seasons.
0: Yeah, he was. The big, that was the big thing. Holly was like, "Well, what do I recognize him from?" So probably Facts of Life.
1: I don't remember. Well, I never watched really watch Facts of Life, so that would make. You
0: know. I watched a little bit of it. I was. I was.
1: There. I was not a Facts of Life kid. I I was watching shows like Different Strokes and. Well,
0: you're a bit um, young. What's you're happening? A bit, you're a little bit younger. I was watching Facts of Life reruns. Let me put it that way. What
1: are you talking about? This was totally in my timeline.
0: I'm. I'm just, dude. All I'm saying is that. I was watching. I wasn't
1: interested in facts of life. That's what I'm saying. Good for you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you so are into a fifth of gin.
0: So, 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 <laughs> so you weren't, so you weren't into the shows that had a lot of women in them. I get it. Okay.
1: Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like those shows. I, I like the gayer the better. That, that was what <laughs> I was into.
0: <laughs> PG and the Bear, all the way.
1: Totally. Yeah, Fat Man and Little I, Boy, man.
0: Dude, oh. dude, I, I miss B.J. and the Bear. I can't remember one thing from that show except the fact there was a monkey in it. <laughs> I remember being fascinated by the show, loving that show. I couldn't explain. I can explain more about Manimal than I can about B.J. <laughs> and the Bear. Man, they, they had the winning ticket with that show. Put yeah. a monkey with a truck driver. The kids will love it. They did!
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: no idea why. Uh, okay, anyway, um... So, Garbage Pail Kids movie starts out with a garbage pail in space. Ignore it. It has nothing to do with anything. Nothing. And then it it moves on to... I
1: mean, um, that could have been the opening of The Thing where it landed 100,000 years ago and was found in ice.
0: Yeah, they don't really elaborate.
1: (laughs) No, because then they would have um, to tell some sort of a fucking story with a plot.
0: Right. Now, um, the kid Dodger, we meet Dodger, uh, who's played by Mackenzie Astin. Now, the one thing I found fascinating with this movie, and actually even more creepy about the film, is that the child actors actually play their own ages. Uh, Mackenzie Astin was born in 1973, and he's playing like a 14-year-old. The film came out in 1987. That's roughly accurate. Yeah. The actress that plays Tangerine, who we meet when the uh, the two kids, apparently these these older kids go around rolling uh, 14-year-olds for their lunch money, and somehow they're like. The underground crime organization who,
1: that By way. the way, uh, for a split second, I really thought that was Elizabeth Berkley.
0: <laughs>
1: and if you don't know who she is, she was the lead in the film Showgirls. She was on a show called uh, um, Saved by the Bell, and she's got the same hairstyle. I, look up Elizabeth Berkley from Saved by the Bell, and you'd swear guess- it's the same fucking girl. I
0: never watched the show.
1: It, even, even... okay. Even though uh, they had uh, their voices were very similar too, like when she tells what's her face, she goes, "Can it uh, blithe the juice is mine?" Where she says that whole sentence, uh-huh. it it is almost verbatim, uh, like exactly how Elizabeth Berkeley's voice sounds. I really, I was like, I gotta look it up, and it, uh, it obviously wasn't her, but. If this was my film, I know I'd be challenging you to chill girls. That's just what I would do. But then I'd regret <laughs> it because it's two and a half hours.
0: <laughs> and I've never watched that film all the way through.
1: Oh, I saw that um, in a fucking theater. And you know why I saw it in a the theater?
0: I, I know. Were why, you with why, us? Why did you see that in the theater?
1: Well, because other people wanted to see it and it was rated NC-17. Right.
0: Yeah, I remember I, I had uh, Mikey. Mikey Way. Mikey Way. Was talk, was, I remember him trying to talk me into it at the comic store. Scott, we're all going to go see showgirls. You want to go? I was like, no.
1: <laughs>
0: Why? Because I'm a few years older and I know where else to find pictures of tits. <laughs> but by all means, you go ahead and watch the shitty film with tits. I'll go watch a film with tits.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I want to say <laughs> that Mikey... Not
0: judging, but weighing in with my own point of view. <laughs> I want to say
1: that Mikey was not old enough to see that film yet either.
0: No, but he was he was going.
1: Well, because we went to the Royal to see it, they didn't give a fuck.
0: Well, it's not <laughs> it's not the law. MPAA is a guideline. It's not the legal. It's not illegal for a child to see that right. film. The right. The theater
1: has the option whether to let you in or not.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Because so MPA's and the way, the, way
1: the NC seventeen works is no children seventeen and under. Meaning you have to be eighteen. That's the right. way NC seventeen works, which is right. very uh misconceiving because it's hey, like yeah it's like wait a minute it's NC seventeen but I have to be eighteen? Yeah. Why isn't it just NC eighteen? What the fuck? No children seventeen and under allowed. That's the exact uh, that is the exact uh MPAA rating. It's like fuck you. And they were given NC seventeens to everything and uh, like uh everything from uh showgirls to bad lieutenant we're getting uh, NC-17s to a film called Frankie in June uh, with Fred Ward. That got an NC-17? Um, that shitty movie with Bruce Willis, uh, the one with the, the, the Asian chick?
0: It's not Frankie in June. Um, oh, it's Hen- Henry in Henry Henry June. June. It's about the poet. Yes, yes. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's uh, our house film. A lot of sex involved. That's why they and, got. And it you know into what? 17. It's
1: not very explicit sex. It's just it's not.
0: No, no, it's not. But it's implied, and that's yeah. enough for fucking Mormons running that goddamn uh, fucking uh, agency.
1: And then uh, what was the movie with Bruce Willis where uh, he's like a detective or some shit or no, he's a, a psychiatrist, and uh, he's seeing all his different patients, and there, there, there's no way you don't see the ending coming. Um, like literally the first second you see the one character in the you're like there's no way of course that this is bullshit <laughs> this is total bullshit um the fuck was the name of that movie
0: what movie
1: uh the one with Bruce Willis uh that got an NC17 when it was released
0: one where he was a psychiatrist
1: yeah i'll tell you what it is oh, i'll pull I it forget up real but, quick yeah
0: he was a psychiatrist but it was he's... it
1: was awful
0: yeah, 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 came that, out like ninety five,
1: ninety six.
0: That's that's what he was trying to unsuccessfully break away from the smirky guy mode Color of he night. actually did.
1: It was color of night.
0: Color of night. There you go.
1: And that what came out ninety four, the same. The same
0: t- at the same the same time, he he would play like the like the uh, the s- Coast Guard guy. Uh, striking distance. Striking distance. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was that whole Bruce Willis. I I, I want to be more. The, I want to be an action star, but I can't escape Smirky guy. And he didn't really get. He didn't get away until like the Armageddon, uh, Pulp Fiction era. Really.
1: Pretty much. Well, Fiction. you know, you can blame Pulp, uh, you can blame uh, Pulp Fiction and Quentin Tarantino for that because I don't
0: blame him. I thank them. He's uh, It put him that.
1: back on the map
0: yeah thank god no he's great after that up until that point though he was like i don't want to be the mood lighting guy anymore but he didn't know how uh-huh. in that transition period it was smirky guy then who the fuck knows then badass bald action hero <laughs> and, like, right <laughs> you know what when he finally decided to go bald is when he finally shed any like all that kind of like
1: all the inhibitions were gone
0: you know what is he sh- he, sh- he sh- when he shed the hair he shed the faux macho and became real macho yeah, I, I, I sure,
1: I, I'm on board. I with really that.
0: think that's it. It was like he was like when I had when I had enough hair, I felt I, I thought it was kind of uh, smooth, and then I was like losing it. So I'm trying to act tough, but I don't know how. Then like he, he got over it. It was like it's the opposite of Samson. <laughs> Once he got rid of the hair, his strength came back. It's like fuck yeah. Then then he could kick anybody. Then he was like you know,
1: he was on a fucking roll too because after he did Pulp Fiction, I mean Color of Night was a shitty movie, but you know, he did Die Hard with a Vengeance, Twelve Monkeys. He didn't even did a voice in the Beavis and well, Butthead movie.
0: I heard with Avengers and Twelve Monkeys, he lost the hair.
1: Fucking last man standing.
0: And but he had the hair in striking distance, right?
1: He had the hair in striking distance, right. which was and the he year lost before. The hair. He which took was the off. year before.
0: Yeah, and he's never gone back.
1: Yeah, he lost the hair for Pulp Fiction.
0: Exactly. And he never went back, and he fucking understood why.
1: Sure. Had no hair he, in Twelve Monkeys.
0: Spent he spent like a decade fighting the bald spot and he's like, fuck it. <laughs> he's one of the him and him and uh, um, Patrick Stewart are the only two people that I of that like actually benefit from shaving their heads instead of just like having hair with bald spots. <laughs> really, most people, like like you, know, you ever see the guy like you see the guys in the street like oh yeah you shaved your head because you're fucking going bald because you're you know because you can't fucking handle having you know not a full head of hair you fucking. Let's see. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's like eight, <laughs> nine, to, nine out of ten guys that do that. Wow, are just, you really,
1: you really fucking hate the follicly challenged. Holy shit. No,
0: no, no. What I'm saying is, the nine out of ten guys who shave their heads because they can't bear going bald are even worse off for it. It's that rare one, one out of ten that actually like are actually pull it off. The other nine out of ten are like just sad. They're like oh yeah so you know you 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 couldn't handle like a bald spot so you just shaved it and now you now you and you thought that'd make you tough but you didn't and bruce willis's case and 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 uh
1: Picard's patrick Stewart, case, patrick, Stewart.
0: Yeah, patrick Stewart's case it worked it was like fucking badass
1: that's funny man he was he was in the sequel father, for sin for one. sin city I, I didn't
0: and he'll be on, the, on strangers later tonight
1: yes yeah your dad is a badass he is uh,
0: right.
1: but from... bruce willis was in the sequel for sin city which i still have not watched yet it came out two years ago
0: won't oh, be neither i never got it i was like yeah i'm kind of over that
1: <laughs> yeah i mean when it came out it was you know it was a big deal and you know, it was frank it miller was... and
0: you know, it you know it was
1: tarantino it was did a same... segment it was all it was good it was all it was... good
0: it was good. It was a faithful adaptation of the comic book, which you didn't get a lot of, and uh, Hollywood was just finally accepting comic books as 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 they were, instead of trying to turn them into some kind of like, uh, um, pu- you know, family action film bullshit, and it was refreshing and new and great. And then it's like, oh yeah, okay.
1: And then they That's let good. Frank Miller direct *The Spirit*. <laughs>
0: I had you beat like eggs.
1: <laughs> oh, Sam. Sam. I'd, I would sooner watch all of his Capital One commercials back to back to back to back than The Spirit <laughs> again.
0: <laughs> I watched one of those the other day. I was like, oh, you're just like taking all the money you fucking can. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, but you, you know, know what? what? It's a
1: popular thing for celebrities to do this. The commercials now.
0: You know, and I agree with Bill Hicks, where, where he's like, yeah, you're fucking whores. You're off the artistic chart as soon as you start doing fucking commercials. But it's like, well, Samuel L. Jackson, I love him, but can you call him an artist? <laughs> Endier? No, not really. You know, here's, not, here, yeah. here's
1: a question for you.
0: <laughs> yes?
1: I don't think we've really talked about Garbage Pail Kids yet.
0: Oh, shit. That's right. We're reviewing the Kids. So it opens up with Dodger. Anyway,
1: but, but here's the scene where Dodger is with, uh, what's her face? Um, Tangerine. Tangerine. That's right. And she's in, like, the sewers or the basement of whatever right. selling clothes. And she takes off her top because she sells it to another girl. And he just kind of sits down. I'm like, you're hiding a boner.
0: You're, yeah. was like, uh, do we have a moment so I can go masturbate? Use the bathroom. Use the bathroom. Um, here's my problem with the film where I started getting uncomfortable. The kids are actually the age they're playing. Right. But in the case of Tangerine, she's younger than she should be. Uh, the actress is, uh, the actor Dodger, the plate Dodger, is born in 73, so he's like 14. 14,
1: 14 going on 15. 14. Pretty much right. what he says in the movie, 14 going right. on 15.
0: She's She was born a year earlier. She's only 15 years old in this film. Wow. And they're dressing her like a dirty little whore <laughs> and using her as sexual bait. For this other underage boy, and, and also she's driving a car. I were California laws on driving that lax back then?
1: Um, I mean, well, I don't think so. I mean, is she only 15 in the movie, too? I didn't think so.
0: I don't care if she is, she's 15 years old in real life. He's the same age, so I'm assuming she's the same age. Because at first, it was like, well, why is this like 18 year old, 19 year old girl like macking on like a 15, 14 year old boy? And then we looked up her age, oh, she's 15. Well, if we're playing by the logic of the film, which is that the actors are their actual age, she's fifteen. She's dressing like a whore,
1: <laughs>
0: and and how and old was her her boyfriend and, Juice then? And uh, boyfriend Juice, there's it has the weird thing. It's like oh, let me look up the other people. Juice and the other two members of the gang, Moose and Goofy looking guy, <laughs> their ages aren't listed. They pretty much were like, yeah, fuck this, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> So we have no idea what their actual ages are. So
1: Wow, there's uh, a there's a recent picture of Ron McLaughlin.
0: Right, but (laughs) no age.
1: But there's no age.
0: Right. So that's weird. Actually that picture
1: could be from like fifteen years ago, but
0: (laughs) let's hope it is. Yeah. Um so that bothered me a bit. First so if she's fifteen, she's driving a car. None of these kids have parents. He's fourteen, she's fifteen, she lives alone. He lives in a shop with a weird British guy who could be gay, Oh my which god! Has, which he's, has no bearing on the situation. Uh,
1: Ron but. McLaughlin, he's in a yeah. documentary about the Garbage Pail Kids that's, that came out this year. Says, there's, a,
0: there's a documentary on the Garbage Thir- Pail it's Kids? It's called 30
1: Years of Garbage, the Garbage Pail Kids story.
0: Well, it's probably about the cards and everything too. So he probably disappeared in a section about the movie.
1: I'm sure, but there's a documentary. Let's yeah. let's let's make sure we get that across.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a documentary I, I, I about that. Garbage
1: Pail Kids cards.
0: I did not come across that. Oh well, the cards have been around for a long time, and the artist is well renowned. Well, and there's a, no, here, there's a whole thing that the Garbage Pail Kids cards. Let's be clear, they deserve a documentary. The movie, not so much. But
1: According to the, the wiki page, which I don't know how accurate it is, uh, th- there might be a better page about as Garbage accurate Pail Kids. accurate as any wiki page. It says 85 to 89 is when they had the cards.
0: Uh, they were around a lot longer.
1: Because if it's 85 to 89 and the movie came out in 87, I don't remember that Garbage Pail Kids not being popular only a couple of years later. Um, because I remember when this came out, I could swear that it was just like, why are they making this movie? They're completely unpopular right now. Same thing with uh, the He-Man movie, which came out the same year.
0: Garbage Pail Kids have never been unpopular. Shut your mouth.
1: The same thing with the He-Man film that came out in 1987 with Dolph Lundgren, where they also had budget problems, which is why it took place on fucking Earth. Um, That film came out way too many years after the action figures were popular.
0: Way too many years.
1: Um, He-Man was popular from probably, I want to say, 82 to 85, 86-ish, and that's kind of when it peaked. And then they made a movie a year later. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Dolph Lunger and his He-Man. takes place I remember when, on... they
0: to bring, when they tried to bring back uh, He-Man as like the the futuristic He-Man. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, fuck this shit. Uh...
1: <laughs> I did a search for Ron McLaughlin and Kyle McLaughlin comes up. <laughs> uh, there's no birthday for him anywhere.
0: Wow. Now let's be fair too. The other problem with with the whole Garbage Pail Kids movie was that the Garbage Pail Kids were just trading cards, right? And trading cards traded by, and they were very. Po- I remember like actually like going to these stores after school and seeing if the new barber pal kids were in because they were supposed to be in and they weren't like oh, yeah. i remember it being a big deal trying to get the newest cards when they came out um is before like internet bullshit so yeah they were big and they started in 1985 but just with fucking children collecting the cards you know what i'm saying yeah that's not going to drive your your movie, especially if the movie's only like, and I guess this is one of those things where okay, there's already there's already a market for it, so let's grab the, let's grab the trademark, let's get that movie and let's crank that out and let's just get off what's us just just base, base a movie on an already established merchandising uh, entity. Oh yeah. And, and failed but, but miserably. Right, but let's but again, 9 times out of 10 they fail miserably because They just, they're doing it just to make the money and they don't have enough money behind them in the first place. Again, Garbage Bell Kids, horrible, uh, special effects, just midgets walking around in costumes. Anthony Newley, uh, you know, digging his own grave apparently. And, uh, I mean, there's, um, one thing I saw that was interesting was that tangerine, the girl that uh the the fifteen year old girl dressed like a whore that the fourteen year old boy keeps making passes at. I'm looking at she, pictures she, of her she's, now.
1: She's still pretty good looking.
0: I'm sure, and she she's dating the juice, which is like this like apparently he's like uh he's like the ruler of the fifteen year old underworld. Yeah. Which the uh,
1: I love the opening of the film where they're chasing him down and he walks over. He goes, "I don't have any money, juice." He goes, "Baby, gonna cry." <laughs> <laughs> it's like. What the fuck?
0: They've <laughs> got this gang that they're supporting by rolling fourteen-year-old kids for their lunch money. How much money is this guy banking in a day? Yeah. Even even when he takes the money that Tangerine makes selling clothing, and like they show him like leafing through it, it's tens and fives. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've got my fa- near the end of the film when he's at this uh, gala show, he's on the phone. Yeah, when the shipment gets over the border, make sure they go right to the warehouse. It's like, what's this guy smuggling? Fucking uh scrunchies? What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, <this> guy... <laughs> it's like the weirdest. There's like no They're, like they don't even tr- they do even try. They're like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, he he's a gangster. We're just gonna make him sound like one. He wears a he wears a jacket and a tie. Does he wear a tie? No, he wears a jacket and like the shirt underneath.
1: Right. He looks like a total <laughs> douchebag. <laughs>
0: You know, yeah, he he, you know, he no, he
1: kind of looks like he kind of yeah. looks like the 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 main villain from Cyborg. Uh,
0: He's trying really hard to be Johnny, like uh, be Greco.
1: Uh, Richard Greco.
0: Richard Greco. I always say Johnny Greco. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> <just> <laughs> because you're combining Johnny Depp and Richard Greco. I think you're just yes, I am. Because they came
0: around the same time period. Yes.
1: Uh yeah, uh, Richard Greco. He joined uh, the cast of Twenty One Jump Street. When, uh, pretty much Johnny when Depp? Johnny Depp yeah. kind of, he was, he was on the cusp of leaving. Uh-huh. And then he had his own spin-off show from, uh, 21 Jump Street.
0: He did? Yeah. Johnny Depp?
1: No, Richard Grieco.
0: Okay, I was, like, I, was about, I was about to say.
1: Yeah, it was like L.A., what the hell was it called? L.A. something? And they played, um... Like, rock! Bi- Billy Idol version of L.A. Woman by the Doors. <laughs> I gotta find out what it is now, Richard.
0: Now, one thing I saw um, in the trivia for this movie was that uh, Tangerine and the the douchebag guy, what what was his actual name? Juice,
1: Juice, um, pl-
0: played by Rob McClellan. Uh Apparently, they were actually dating during the filming of the sh- of the film, oh, yeah. and they broke up halfway through. Uh
1: uh-huh.
0: So the Garbage Pail Kids destroyed a relationship.
1: Yeah, not surprised. <laughs> Not think, surprised.
0: Think, you think he got too much into the character?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> he became Juice. It was horrible. It yeah. took us years to get him out of it. He was such a he was such a veteran actor. He just he he invested himself in the character of Juice, and it drove Tangerine away.
1: <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus!
0: I think he wakes up at night in the middle of the night. Tangerine, where are you? <laughs> Oh, that ship has sailed.
1: Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. All right, but Richard yeah, Grieco. So,
0: so, so uh, Dodger works at this um, antique antique store, and Anthony <laughs> newly owned it. And there's this very special garbage pail that you're not allowed to tip over, and it's very special, and no one should be allowed to touch it, so he leaves it in the middle of the show floor. And then one day he decides it's better to put it on a high shelf on the very edge, and it gets tipped over, and these garbage, ugly children come out. And, um, um.
1: Booker. The show was called Booker. Booker? Yeah. He was Booker's Dennis. Booker's good cop. Dennis Booker, and then he got his own spin off show called Booker.
0: Did Booker ever appear on Hooker? TJ oh. Hooker? No. Hooker and Booker?
1: No. But he went <laughs> on to do If Looks Could Kill right after that, then the show Mobsters. Or the not the show, the, the movie Mobsters, uh, which took all of the, the mobsters, but they made them all, like, they were played all by beautiful people.
0: That that like, was like it was like uh, Bugsy Malone, but like straight.
1: Yeah, and uh, he played Bugsy
0: Siegel. <laughs> I was
1: just like, yeah. And then his career kind of, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, uh, it went to shit after that.
0: Well, you, maybe it should have. And I...
1: <laughs> Oh my god, he was in a in a, a Skinamax movie called Tomcat: Dangerous Desires. Oh man. Yeah. Did did his career go down fast?
0: Because you got these young guys, and in the eighties, let's be fair, all the shows we were watching were complete shit. They were, they were poorly directed, poorly written. They were shit. We loved them, but they were shit. And so they were like, oh yeah, this is like now I'm 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 a star. And they would go on to try to do real films, but the problem is they suck because they were in shitty TV shows. So the best they could manage is shitty movies, and they made horrible choices, and almost none of them ever. Got to where they should have, where they thought they should have been because they thought they were good actors when really they were just shitty TV actors that were very well loved. (laughs) And we're seeing a lot more of these young actors go on to do great things because TV shows are so much better now. They're completely much better now they're better directed, they're better written and then they're in these real shows and they're doing real techniques and they're acting real characters, and they know about depth and structure and then they go on to, to go on to do real things. It's like you track every time we mention like greco, like depth's depth is like Grico. the rare r- unicorn that goes on to do real things. You, you
1: keep saying greco.
0: <laughs> no, no. greco, yeah, um, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, depth is like one of the rare unicorns that goes on to do real things while like greco and um, what's his name from uh, Family Ties and all of them, they all just like do a couple things and then to sputter off. because you mean like Michael they J. Fox? Never... What?
1: Michael J. Fox?
0: No, no, the, the uh, My my, uh, my Demon Lover.
1: Oh, Scott Valentine.
0: Now, yeah, now, in his defense, he had that tragic motorcycle accident that really took him out of the limelight for long enough where he, you know, he, he didn't have the staying power. That's not his, uh, totally his fault. But again, a lot of these child actors in that time period this is why you don't see anybody from Full House like starring in their own films anymore, or even, even fucking, uh, um, fam- um, uh, Home Improvements. Right. You know, even what's his name, the, the the one that wasn't ugly. I mean, they they uh, <laughs> the one. I'm sorry, the one that didn't become ugly over the years. Even he couldn't get a real career going out of this shit. No. Even look at look at fucking um, Silver Spoons. Uh. Oh, Ricky, uh Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Richard Schroeder. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let me go on NYPD and he, try he to make. He wants to be called cool. Richard. It when he went to NYPD Blues, he's like, no, it's Richard Schroeder now.
1: Oh fuck him!
0: Yeah, no. Well, that was that was that was how bad it was to get away from that, and even that was like, yeah, you're still Ricky Schroeder. You're fucked, and it's just why didn't he just say
1: just call me Rick Schroeder?
0: No, Richard, because well. Now you can't blame him because he's trying to escape this childhood. All these kids ever do is try to look at fucking Screech.
1: Oh yeah, he went on to make a, a porno. He was so broke.
0: And and just 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 his entire even fucking Danny Bonaducci, their entire lives are spent escaping this child, uh, fame that they were never able to live up to, and it's just it was just because they were they were in shitty shows and never equated that with being shitty actors. They thought they were good but now we have good shows with good child actors that go on to good good adult things i would say adam's family on joe sure uh what's her name uh ricci christina Christina ricci
1: Ricci.
0: yeah she i mean she was one of the first ones like okay i'm a real actress because i'm actually starring in stuff that makes a difference now to be fair she's not a she's not a television actress so it's unfair uh
1: now, comparison. according to IMDB, he's going by Rick Schroeder for NYPD Blue, not Richard. I thought
0: it was Richard. Either way, Rick or Richard, it's still not Richie, and that's still what everybody knows him as. I can
1: accept Rick better than Richard. It's a totally you know, different can, name.
0: No one accepted any of it. That's why he didn't do anything after that.
1: As a matter of fact, he's been going by Rick Schroeder since... In what? Since. In what? <laughs> well, because it says here, it says... Uh,
0: what, in what, I'm saying? What else has he been
1: in since, in, like... In what? Like, Yeah. Uh, Well, the first thing where it says uh, as Rick Schroeder is Two Kinds of Love, a TV movie from 1983.
0: See, the problem is when you peak at 12. Yeah. And when you peak at 12, you're not even that good. There's no room. And again, I'm not knocking these child actors, it's not their fault. But there's nowhere to go and they they, the the whole fucking system makes them think that oh the the world is your oyster says no no it's really not it's really farthest from the truth you're 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 gonna live a life of mediocrity and you're never gonna reach the fame you did when you weren't even trying because you were too young to understand it and that's the sadness but now these child actors at 14 or 15 like the kids in garbage pile kids movie they're starting in TV shows and they're actually learning how to act with real directors and real stars and they're doing real things after. That's he, all I'm saying.
1: He's still working too.
0: Yeah, Although he's the, what, part, he's,
1: what he's working on right now is Dolly Parton's Christmas of Many Colors Circle of Love. <laughs>
0: shown only at Dollywood.
1: Uh, and then he, Oh, he did a movie the year before Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors. So he sure loves his Dolly Parton.
0: What? She has a coat of many colors. She's Johnny Technicolor. What's yeah. his name? What's his Oh, uh,
1: you're talking about what's his face? Joseph. So,
0: um. Joseph the amazing Technicolor raincoat. That's right. Raincoat.
1: Technicolor.
0: Was it Technicolor raincoat? Ooh. It might. Oh. Want well, to say it was? You search it because I can't type right now. Yeah, it's technical or raincoat, right?
1: Dream coat.
0: Dream coat. I was close.
1: I was gonna say dream boat, and I'm like, that doesn't sound
0: right. <laughs> that makes even less sense than yeah. raincoat. <laughs> 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 I like, want to see though. I want to see Joseph in this amazing technical raincoat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll grab like, it out. oh it's raining,
0: yeah. But look at that guy's coat. He's stylish.
1: It's okay. dreamy.
0: I, I mix that up because my rains, my dreams are often involve rain.
1: Does it really? No, no, I didn't think
0: that. so. Um, but yeah, so Cars and Kids the movie. Uh, <laughs> they sing in it.
1: Oh God, la 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 la. It's basically la 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 la. la.
0: <laughs> we do stuff when we work together. I'm I'm a little paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now and there's like I and then know Greaser
1: Greg is like, why do I have to do something nice? Blah 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 blah. blah. Fuck yourself. Like what? Yeah, well,
0: well, <laughs> will carve a discount out of them. Pulls a switchblade. Yeah. That's violent. And you know what? <laughs> so they're gearing it towards little kids or young kids. But holy shit, that scene at the end where they're pulling dresses off of models. So they're just in their underwear. Right. And let's not forget, I, the first time that the alligator opens up the lunchbox and there's like eyes and fingers in it. Right. I mean, Holly did not share my revulsion. I was like, where did he get human body parts? She's like, <laughs> He brought the lunchbox with him. That's not the point. He has human body parts in it <laughs> and he's humorously trying to eat people's toes that's not funny
1: <laughs>
0: no he's trying to eat people
1: <laughs> he's, he's trying to eat someone's foot right now
0: <laughs> that, that's, that's not funny that's dangerous
1: it's totally da- and, and you know what he's running around the room and he's an alligator and they're not they're like, oh, let's fucking kill this guy instead of, like, wow, it's a walking, talking alligator.
0: I'll say we let him go. <laughs> I say let's kill him. <laughs> yeah. No. You know, you know what really upset me is the part where... where, um, what, where uh, Elvira Philly comes out it? at the end? What?
1: <laughs> Elvira's in that scene. She is? Yeah. I missed her. The one guy in the... In, we're talking about Pee-wee Herman's Big Adventure.
0: Oh, Pee-wee Herman's Okay, yeah, that I knew. Yeah, so know they're she, garge kids.
1: Well, I mean, you mentioned the movie, so I.
0: I know, but I, I, I thought you mentioned Elvira was a garbage-pal Kids. I was like, holy shit! No, that's something. no, 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 no.
1: She was even too smart for that. Um. And she's fucking uh, Elvira.
0: Yeah, I mean, but. Uh, I just, there was, there was just too much dark, like what about when the Garbage Pail kids, they're making costumes for Tangerine, Oh yeah. so Dodger can get in her pants, again, <laughs> very bizarre setup, yeah, we're going to help Dodger get laid with Tangerine, and they're making costumes, and they're making clothing for her, because apparently the big market is to drive to weird, um, disco slash country dance clubs, and sell, it, apparently this is like, in the 1980s, they didn't have consignment shops, so you had to buy homemade uh, clothing out of the back of cars outside of uh, dance clubs. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, so the Garbage Pail kids are making these costumes, and um, I've lost where I was going with this. I thought oh, yeah, it. was like a, well, For to- some or- reason,
1: I thought it was like a parking garage or like a basement of some kind where yeah. she was selling the clothes.
0: That would make a little more sense than outside of a nightclub where everybody's dancing two steps to the left while they sang this weird disco country song. <laughs> um, but so the Garbage Pail Kids, in order to facilitate the need to make enough clothing for Dodger to give Tangerine so he can get laid, again, itself, very fucking creepy, um, they break into a sweatshop and steal the sewing machines. And I, I found two... I don't know... I Here's the thing. I don't know if it was intentionally funny. There are two things about <laughs> the sweatshop that I thought was hilarious. One... No, no, three things. One, they had windows that you could open. Yeah. Which... That must be the nicest sweatshop ever. Yeah. Oh, there's a breeze going a through.
1: They said The sign said non-union sweatshop.
0: Non-union sweatshop. <laughs> I, and I, it's like, that has to be a joke because I don't know, because I mean, uh, there can't be a union sweatshop. I'm sure they did it on purpose, but still I wonder. And then the third thing that I thought was funny, there's, there was a help wanted sign on the door. Yeah. And I, and I was like, well, technically, I guess the sweatshops are always open for business, but do they advertise that way? Well,
1: another part I mean, that I thought uh, was, it was not funny, but I thought it was, they were trying to, to go for funny, and I thought a couple were, was the the Asylum for Uglies, for the Uglies. Or...
0: That, that's where everything got really surreal.
1: Well, because, they, they, you know, you had two fat, and then there's Santa Claus in there, you know? But, like, the ones where they were really messed up were, like, too crippled. You're it's
0: crippled. just a <laughs> guy with a cane. Yeah. He didn't honestly, he didn't look that crippled.
1: No, he, he, if he could sit up, he's probably not that crippled.
0: Yeah. Now, the, the clown was definitely too silly. I'll give you it that. It was
1: way too silly. Way too silly. But when I saw it too the, crippled, I'm like, wow.
0: And there was somebody in the too short section. It's like, well, do the garbage pile kids belong there, too? Yeah.
1: yeah. They were in the too gross section.
0: Some of them were, yeah, some of them weren't as gross as they were short. I mean, they should have been yeah. split up. Like Reese or Greg,
1: it. he's just a little asshole.
0: And th- here's where I felt. Again, I mentioned before that that if you look up like certain trivia, it'll say it's the oldie film based on trading cards. Not true. Mars Attacks is another one. I say they should remake Garbage Pail Kids, and Tim Burton should do it. <laughs> Can't you see Tim Burton? If, I, I'll say, I have the love hate relationship with Tim Burton. All I'm going to say is that if he the Garbage Pail Kids, when I saw the the the, the Home for Ugly People, I'd believe it.
1: Yeah, he would do something. He would probably do oh, something with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would buy. It. I would be like, oh yeah, that's that's definitely where I would send Ugly people. Yeah, that's it. He would, he would go. I
1: like when them. they're going around town and they're just grabbing, <laughs> grabbing anyone that they want. And they have there's a girl in a mask. He's like, you shouldn't walk around wearing a mask unless it's Halloween, kid. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? You're just kidnapping <laughs> children.
0: <laughs> the one thing missing from this film is Anthony Newley should have been drinking heavily through the entire thing because I love the part where he says, you know. I always, uh, I never wanted to believe that there would be such a place as a home for ugly people. But, uh, you know, I've been turning my head away from it, and it's got to exist. I didn't believe it existed, but we're going to look for it. There's fucking trucks driving around town with home for ugly people on the side of the fucking truck. <laughs> Guys with nets catching ugly people. Anthony couldn't find them. <laughs> Anthony was oblivious that there was actually a home. It, it they they were probably leaving flyers in this door. Have you seen ugly people? Call us. Uh, yeah, and
1: then they Juice, gave Juice money for all of them. He's like, "Here, what did he say? Here's your um bounty." bounty. He's they said bounty.
0: Juice <laughs> knew enough. He's like, "Oh, there's a group of ugly people. I know where to take them." Juice knew where to take the ugly people. Anthony newly he didn't. <laughs> he's too busy trying to figure out reverse music magic.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're not uh, Angela
0: Lansbury, dude. You're not pulling that shit off. <laughs> Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Yeah, fuck you.
1: Uh
0: but the oh. creepiest thing again, like like tangerines and this like skin. T- Every time you see her, she's like skin. What about the part where she's actually tracing the line of her breast? I crossed my heart. Oh, like, like it was
1: like right over the nipple. You could see that. Yeah, that's where I'm exactly like, where it was.
0: Fifteen. <laughs> I can't take it. Maybe it's because I'm forty something now. I'm like, holy shit, this is just wrong. <laughs>
1: But why does it feel so right?
0: <laughs> no, maybe, maybe it's because I have stepdaughters that are around the same age. Ah. Uh, it was like, this isn't even close to fucking right. This is just wrong <laughs> on so many levels.
1: I actually rewound it, and I was like, yep, she's totally playing with her nipple.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah! What, a Dario Argento? Is that is that his daughter? What <laughs> the fuck's going on here?
1: Sick fuck.
0: I, I like the sewer sequence where they show the pipes, and the pipes have uh, what was it, like uh, cable TV, uh, hot tub, Hot
1: tub, <laughs> toilet,
0: so, <laughs> FBI, yeah, no CIA, CIA, CIA. And IRS for two of the two of the pipes.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that they were labeled like that.
0: <laughs> I, honestly, if, if the only thing I can recommend this film for is the, is the uh, set decoration, the people that decorated the sets of this had a fucking ball. You're like, fuck this shit. Let's just go. Let's just have fun. Yeah. It's like so many I mean um and if you like if you look at the set for um the Ant- Antique shop, uh there's like uh <laughs> there there's one of the monsters from from uh, um trolls. Mm. The first one, troll. Not trolls. Um what's the other one? Critters? Uh No, oh, no, ghoulies.
1: Ghoulies.
0: There's a ghoulies in there, and then there's a painting. I think that has like tr- uh from troll or Troll 2 in it. There's like all this shit from other films like that. And the, 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 I mean, were watching it. Holly's like, that's not art. That's a gasket from a car. I'm like, shh, it's art if it's on the wall. Quiet. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> the, the set decorator, the, what, basically what it is, the set decorators were the only people that had a budget they could work with. They're like, fuck it. Yeah. Let's go nuts. Everybody else is like, special effects. Uh, I can make the eyes move in the mouth a little bit. and Then that's it. I have no, you know, that's it. We're done. Directions like, yeah, walk over there, say something. Okay, we're good. Set direction the the set decorators were the only ones that actually could work within the confines of the budget and be happy. And that's including Anthony Newley, God rest his soul, the poor bastard.
1: I can't believe that this this is an HD.
0: (laughs) And you know, Anthony Newley. Whenever you look up his name, the first pictures that pop up are usually Dr. Doolittle, yep. and he wasn't in Dr. Doolittle, he was like the other guy in Dr. Doolittle, oh, right. but I like to think of him as the Candyman from Willy Wonka, and which is ironic that we're reviewing this film with Anthony Newley, who is the Candyman, because Willy Wonka is dead.
1: <sighs> Poor Willy I know, I know. Yeah, It's kind of annoying.
0: It is, it's annoying.
1: Poor Gene Wilder, I well, love Gene he was, Wilder.
0: He he was old enough. It wasn't like you know. Yeah, he was eighty
1: three.
0: Yeah, you see pictures of him from recently. He oh, was yeah. old.
1: He's fucking old.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I'm used to seeing pictures of him from, like he we was sixty, and then I saw a picture of him in eighty something. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay yeah. Yeah, the it, it last was,
1: thing like... I saw him in, where I was like, oh, he's starting to get a little old, but he's still he's still Gene Wilder, which was, um, uh, see No Evil Hear No Evil with Richard Pryor.
0: And that was like twenty years ago. Yeah, that was
1: like the last. thing. I think it was a little more than that. Uh, but that was like that was the last thing they worked on together. I want to say that movie was in like ninety two. Here no, see no evil. Hear no evil, or I'm hear no it evil, see no talk. evil. I forget which order it's in. I think it's, it's
0: see no evil, hear no evil. It's okay. eighty nine. Jesus, eighty nine? Yeah. Fuck. Fuzzy Wuzzy Was Was a woman?
1: Damn it, 89. So what is that? That's 27 years old. Jesus Christ. And when he did that movie, I'm like, he's starting to look a little old.
0: Well, they both were.
1: Well, yeah. Richard,
0: Richard Pryor was on the on the tail end of his illness, and uh, Gene Wilder was, you know.
1: Was that ironically enough when both of their careers kind of came to a halt?
0: Well, Gene Wilder was working after that. But again, you get a certain age, and, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to relax a bit. Look at how much work Gene Wilder did in his career.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, the and, guy was doing multiple movies a year.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and Richard Pryor worked way longer than he probably should have, considering his illness. Yeah. Multiple, you know, if you, if you count drug addiction, multiple illnesses. Uh, so, I mean, both of them survived that long.
1: You know what's uh, crazy? I'm looking at Gene Wilder's uh, filmography, he only has 37 credits.
0: That's that's
1: amazing.
0: For, for someone as as, as well-known... Well, he was a very iconic cult figure. I would say... Look, he he's in two of the films that people will never forget. Oh, yeah. Uh, Willy Wonka and The Chocolate Factory and... Um, um, I would
1: say even more than Blazing Saddles.
0: Well, I, I wasn't going to go Blazing Saddles. I wasn't going to go...
1: Um, what were you going to go with? What, The Producers?
0: Oh, what's the fucking monster movie? Oh, Young Frankenstein! Young Frankenstein. Those are the two. Yeah, those are the big two. Yeah, the producers again. Great film. He's not really as remembered for that, especially since Mel Brooks had to fucking remake it three different times, cocksucker. Um, oh, but yeah. um, Young Frankenstein will. Even though Young Frankenstein is is partially ripped off from Son of Frankenstein, is still I, I have a problem with that. It's still iconic. It will never be remade. It's going to be stayed away. It was. Uh, Willy Wonka. Even though Tim Burton failed at that, there's part of the hate relationship. Um, those two films are iconic. They they will live forever. They're yeah. a cult. They are they were cultural cult films. They're not just because when you say cult film, you're like, oh, it's underground. Those are cultural cult films. Those are cult. Those are films that are cults for the mass population. Right. Like like uh, I would say that um, the Princess Bride is a cultural cult film. It's a cult film for the masses. Everybody knows that film. Everybody loves that film.
1: And, I, and and I said a, a few minutes ago that Gene Wilder he was probably doing two or three movies a year and it just felt like that, and mm-hmm. it's, it's not that at all. There were some years where he did more than one movie in a year, but for the most part, he uh, he, this isn't a large resume. I mean, it's a very amazing resume considering mm-hmm. the body of work, but I would swear he was in more than thirty-seven things.
0: And you know, you know what I will say about. Hell, he um, was
1: in Yo Gabba Gabba last year as, <laughs> as Elmer. I'd love to see Jane, that, actually.
0: Gene Wilder, in a lot of ways, was an unsung Alan Alda. And what I mean by that is. He had Alzheimer's? Uh, I didn't know he had Alzheimer's. Everybody that hits 80s has Alzheimer's. Come on, let's, Co- let's He died know. from
1: complications from Alzheimer's.
0: Right, he was 80 something. You know, he, he had a certain age, the brain starts going. Well, yeah. You know, regardless, but um, he uh, he was a ladies' man in a lot of his films and with a lot of the actresses in those sure. films.
1: Women in Red. I mean, come on,
0: Women in Red, the world's greatest lover. Um, uh, about time. Funny he did about a lot love. Of films. What?
1: Funny about love.
0: Funny about love. Was that the one I'm thinking of, where he's trying to get um, have a baby, or about time was about it?
1: No, that was about time. Oh not, no no! Right, no, no. Right. It was funny. No, it is funny about love.
0: I, mean, that's what I thought, all right, yeah. I mean, he did a lot of films where he was the romantic interest. He was the ro- the the romantic person, and he had he was he transcended the whole idea of like the the sexy guy. He was that the the humorous, sensitive, sexy guy, and it really and he he uh, he got married a lot of times, and he uh, <laughs> he slept with a lot of the women that he acted with, and. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah yeah apparently he was like
1: uh is this all in his book
0: um not so much uh not all of it no which i I uh, still want
1: to read his book
0: it's 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 worth reading it's worth definitely worth reading it's not as it's not it's not as much behind the scenes as it is wow this is that part of this guy's life um this is stuff from other area, other sources too but uh uh, supposedly he was a milton burl type character oh okay uh, you know what I mean by that.
1: I know what you mean. And,
0: yeah, yeah. Madeline Kahn, that Terry. Giant
1: cock.
0: Yeah. Apparently, Mar- Madeline Kahn and Terry guard alone, he he betted both of them. Wow. In the course, and that's like that's part of the reasons for some of his divorces. He was married like four times.
1: He was married four times: uh, Mary Mercer from sixty to sixty-five, Mary Jones Schultz or Shuts from sixty-seven to eighty, um, then Gilda Radner, which. I would imagine was the love of his life because he, there's uh,
0: there's a lot of weirdness in with that. I highly recommend reading his autobiography about the whole Gildner Radner um, situation. Really? There's a uh, lot of She was a very complicated person, he was a very complicated person and there's a lot It's it's not it's not like a a Bert and Lonnie kind of thing. It's much more complex than that.
1: Okay. Um, Holly
0: herself has a problem with him because of of the way he conducted himself after she died or before her death and it's a much more complex relationship than what people are used to reading about. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, He was married to her
1: from 84 to 89 and then he was married to Karen Boyer from 91 until his death. He was married that whole time. 15 years.
0: Between a couple of those he nailed um, Terry Carr and... I'm tired, sick and tired of love. Yeah, Madeline Connie, he emailed her.
1: What was that movie he did with her? Was it Honeymoon in Transylvania or Transylvania Honeymoon? Haunted,
0: haunted Honeymoon.
1: Haunted Honeymoon.
0: They they kind of they kind of tried to jump back into the um into that whole Mel Brooks thing, and it, it just failed.
1: You know, there that is not available like anywhere.
0: There's a reason for that. It's really not a good film.
1: No it's really not but it's it's, really not. it's one of those films that I watched a lot as a kid so
0: it, You know what it, it was like there was an error for that type of film and it passed and I, I'm not saying it's a good thing but you know yeah. it, it, you know and I, whether it's movies or books or music or your life when you try to recreate something 30 years later it never works the same way. Yeah. You know, unless you're Aerosmith, then then everything works perfectly and you're still going good. <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah, oh, but yeah, uh, Greaser Kids Greg's teeth
1: thing. just popped up. That's weird. Oh, uh, Greaser Greg, his teeth like the the mouth was moving and just his teeth just pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> like something wrong with the mask. Uh,
0: there is. They didn't have the money to finish them. And the oh. producer, wise man that he was, was like, oh, I figure we'll finish him, like, during production. Y- yeah, that happened. Uh, I, I, th- I think the, the storyline story behind, I love low, but the best thing in the world is just look at the low-budget films and, like, the special effects go on wrong. The other one I can think of off the top of my head is the sw- uh, sequel to Swamp Thing.
1: Oh, my God, the, the one with um, Heather Locklear.
0: Yeah, because because I remember reading in, uh, like Fangoria and stuff where they made this uh, suit for the for the monster, the Swamp Thing monster. They they, they they, and then the special effects artist said, okay, here's the suit, and he said, okay, great, we're gone. Say so no, 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 we need to come with you and upkeep and stuff. So, no, 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 we're good. So uh, it's not. <laughs> it was like what? Yeah, so they didn't want to pay them for anything after making the suit. And so they take the suit on a location and they're just putting them in it and taking them out. And, like, it's getting destroyed in the process because there's nobody there to upkeep it and make sure everything's being he- taken care of properly. Right. This <laughs> is... Low-budget films are fucking awesome when it comes to special effects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, Garbage Pail Kids, very sad. Very sad movie.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's terrible. I mean... Well, here's the thing. Here, shit. Here's the main plot of the film. Uh... Dodger is getting beat up and his money taken by Juice and uh, the Tangerine is the girlfriend. And essentially, he invites Tangerine into the shop to look at some of the stuff that she can make for her costumes and whatnot because she wants to be a fashion designer. Juice gets word of it. They kind of break in and they knock over the garbage pail and let the garbage pail kids out. So they spend the entire film trying to get them back in all while they are apparently good at making costumes which Dodger uses to try and get into t- tangerine's pants and
0: Correct. then
1: somehow out of some fucking way she gets a model um uh, a fashion show
0: for a department store for a Just department
1: a store but she gets a fa- the, but even that uh she gets a fashion show for a department store and they make a bunch of costumes for it but she goes along with Juice's plan to get them thrown into the, the, the Asylum for the Uglies and all of that bullshit and then they get out, they crash the fashion show, everybody pays, and at the end she wants to be friends with uh, uh Dodger there and he's like, you know, I don't just don't find you pretty anymore. <laughs>
0: That's why my favorite part of the whole film was, yeah, because they, they play that whole thing. with like, like Mancini gives us this, this speech, like, "ugly isn't outside." Ugly, ugly is greed and 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 cruelty, and you know, which is all good. But so it's like this girl, and they have this whole thing where she's using him and exploiting the the, the Garfield kids. At the end, she's like, "I'm sorry about it," and he, and he pretty much says, "and I'm paraphrasing, you're a whore," <laughs> and no redemption for the young girl she's fucked her yeah. b- her boyfriend has been beaten up and will probably disown her or she'll spend the rest of her life as his personal slave and the only goodness in her life is walked away from her because she's dirt yeah, pretty much
1: the, <laughs> that actress, uh, Katie, whatever her name is Bianchi. 15
0: years old and she's been, and her life is over. And
1: she was born in Mexico and apparently speaks fluent Spanish and has done a bunch of Mexican or Spanish television and whatnot. She's still acting. Um, uh-huh. And there's a bunch of headshots on IMDb that shows, you know, like, look how pretty I am kind of deal.
0: But and I bet you Dodger's never spoken to her again.
1: I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's the film yeah, in a she nut nutshell. she lost
0: her boyfriend during filming. How sad is that? Oh,
1: totally sad
0: and at the end and the whole point was the the garbage pal kids were looking for their friends the other garbage pal kids and they thought they were at the ugly place but they couldn't find them there so at the end they escape and everyone's like oh well they're on their own yay and i was like oh okay (laughs) I, i guess they were setting up for the sequel which they decided not to do i don't know why
1: uh yeah they they really did try for a sequel with oh we can't find our friends
0: I don't. I don't really have any favorite lines from the film, but the closest I come, I think, is like the uh, the, the baby one. Uh, oh yeah, baby
1: gonna cry. That's my favorite no, no. line.
0: No, no, no. The other one with the with the baby garbage pail kid. Where, oh. where half, it's like, oh pail.
1: my tummy hurts. It's, yeah, why'd you eat? eat everything? That'll do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, the most disappointing part of the whole film for me was when Mancini has the alligator. Is like, I want you to take a pledge. I state your name and i'm thinking and in the back of my head is like oh, i'm
1: thinking the same thing i swear and then the to god there
0: goes i i like he says his name and, and it was like and, and the same and i was like i wanted to be angry at you for saying i state your name and the minute he didn't i was i was didn't say i state your name
1: yeah <laughs> i felt the like, same he, way i'm like I okay like, i didn't remember he, it and he goes i state your name and i'm like he's gonna say state your name because yeah. this is that shitty of a script and and of a movie, <laughs> right. and and they didn't they played it re- they played it real, and I'm like but, I so, alligator.
0: Right. So there's only two there's only two options for that situation. Either the writer said, "Hey, that's too shitty of a joke for this film," forgetting what kind of film they were writing. Yeah. <laughs> or, they didn't understand that they didn't get the joke and didn't write it in. And I'm not sure which is the worst scenario. Either yeah. they were too stupid to know the joke. Or they were too high and mighty to think that joke was too good or too bad for the garbage pail Kids movie.
1: <laughs> How does uh, she get like all of this like artwork and shit that says tangerine all over it? I mean, they just throw money at her for this shitty fashion show, even though it's at a department oh, store.
0: She got she's got a hand she's got a fistful of fives and tens. She's,
1: she's and she goes in and she's like it's like, Oh, this isn't your real hair, I hope. It's like she's doing all of these things. Oh, you're not wearing that, are you?
0: We're watching it. The one scene where like, where Juice is in her apartment, he leaves and smokes a cigarette, and, and I think Holly's watching. He's like, "Yeah, he, she just blew him, didn't she?" It's like, "Stop that! It's a kids' film." He's like, "What else did he do? He's smoking a cigarette." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, she probably blew him." <laughs> <laughs> she's 15 year old she has her own apartment how's she paying for it she's blowing juice you know it
1: let let me tell you something if we hadn't already challenged the movie uh um streets that's what i would challenge off of this one
0: well this one's my challenge isn't it no
1: it is but if it had been in mind my challenge and we hadn't done the film streets that would be that's what i would be challenging you
0: well all right so um speaking of uh, challenging and rating. Oh yeah, let's. Do you rate want to read this film?
1: Yeah, what is it at? Two point six on IMDb.
0: I'm seeing two point seven. Ooh. <laughs> um, I, I'm fine with two. Two is fine. I want to say three because the film's not like low budget, but I don't know if that's an excuse. It isn't.
1: No, this is a pretty bad movie.
0: I I don't know. Two is a gift, yeah. I think. I feel like we haven't said enough about the film but on the other hand I feel like like we have
1: there's more than enough that was said about this film I gave <laughs> I gave the entire film's plot in about 15 seconds
0: I'm going to rate it as 2 um, the, uh, the film the highest rating is a 1 oh this is weird how is okay. the highest rating a 1? the highest rating is a 1 43% of people gave it a 1
1: Oh, I see. Okay, based on that. Yeah. Fine.
0: Demographics. Here, oh, here's some bizarre demographics. Uh-huh. The highest demographic is females under 18 at 7 stars. What? But only 3 females under 18 have rated this. I'm assuming they're all fans of Tangerine.
1: <laughs> or they're like her daughters or something.
0: Yeah. Now, the the lowest it's Gotta help rating, me out. <laughs> the lowest rating is males under eight, uh, age 18 to 29... Average of 1.7. So males younger than us just don't understand this film at all. (laughs) What the fuck was the 80s about? Now, our group, uh, males aged 30 to 44, uh, gave it three stars, which is what we gave it. Would that make sense? No, we gave it two. We gave it two. So we're a little bit below par. Females the same age gave it 3.7 stars. Again, now, now, I would blame it on them having sympathy for Tangerine, but she gets cast aside at the end, so I don't know if that's a good analogy or, or, or um, theory. Hmm. Uh, no IMDb staff has rated this film, you cowards. <laughs> and uh, everybody else is, you know... really Basically, age, age 18 to 29, don't understand the film... Now, here, here's the weird thing. Females under 18, three of them, seven stars. It's Males amazing. under 18, 32 of them, 1.3. What's the female attraction for these uh, hipster kids to this fucking film? <laughs> what is it? I don't get it. It's weird. I don't know. Young female girls love the Garbage Pail Kids. Best not try and figure it out. I, it, there's something weird going on there, and I don't know if I can tap into it.
1: <laughs> too old, too bald, too weird. <laughs> it's just a nerdy guy with a pencil mustache and what looks like a, a ballerina dress on.
0: All I can figure is the females under 18, all they thought the movie was about was a fashion show. They <laughs> kind of tuned out. They were having like a slumber party, and they tuned out of all the singing parts, but whatever, they had fashion up. It's like, oh, that's a nice jacket I like. Yeah, though the the two times they dressed up Dodger, the first time he looks like the general of the gay army, and the second time he looks like a failed Chippendales dancer. <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on here?
1: Oh god, like, that fucking stupid bow tie.
0: Yeah, is it <sighs> like the set? It's almost like the set designers they like say, "Hey guys, for ten bucks extra, will you guys do costumes too?" Sure, fuck it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's really the only only thing I can think of to excuse any of the costumes or clothing that they were wearing. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah I I, I I dress sets I'm sure I can dress people too
1: <laughs> all right so we rated it a two yes we got nothing else to say about this piece of shit.
0: uh I, I, no no
1: so challenge for me
0: yeah yes
1: how you got to give me something though
0: no I don't uh you know what I am. I'm like a, a that they made a sequel, a remake of the Blair Witch movie. What the fuck are they thinking?
1: Oh yeah,
0: it, it, no. Right.
1: They're thinking, hey, it's been long enough. Let's try and make money again.
0: Oh, uh, anyway, guess what your, guess what your challenge is.
1: Guess what my challenge is.
0: I bet you can guess it in three guesses.
1: W- without any hints at all.
0: Without any hints at all. I bet you can come really close.
1: Uh all right, garbage-pail kids it's I don't think it's Mars attacks
0: no no
1: uh let's see is it shakes the clown I don't know you said something about a clown before and it just it, it stuck out uh, is it's not dr. Doolittle with Eddie Murphy is it
0: ah uh, no but it is a film that has been mentioned during this show.
1: What, not Showgirls? Is it Showgirls? No. <laughs> no. Okay, good.
0: You wish it was Showgirls.
1: No, I just don't want to. F- this two-and-a-half-hour movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, the, it's the time that worries you. Yeah, it is, it is the time. <laughs> oh, it's just two-and-a-half hours is too much to dedicate to Showgirls. I'm drawing a blank. Can you Masters me- of the Universe, sir. Oh, uh, you know... <laughs> Another another yeah, children's and, and, fascination and, and, co-opted into shitty fucking and, exploitation uh, cinema.
1: Here's the thing, too. That was one of the films that I was saying, if I was challenging myself to this, I might challenge Masters of the Universe because it was just the, the connection for me, and I'm, I'm assuming it's the same for you, is that it was a failed children's whatever that was done way too late. It was past its prime when they decided oh, yeah. to make a movie.
0: Yeah. So
1: that's the connection. You know what? You're right. I should have got that in three guesses.
0: Yes, you should have. <laughs> Shame, Joey. Shame. 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 And, and you know what? Long overdue. I think this is a film that we should have reviewed way before this episode. So.
1: Masters of the Universe. Yeah. I don't even think it's in my collection to be honest.
0: Ironically, you also mentioned Cyborg this episode, which was filmed on the oh, the discarded sets of Masters of the Universe. Oh so, my God. that's ironic.
1: That that could that could be the next challenge after Masters.
0: It could be.
1: It could be. Oh dear lord. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and end this then. It's a good solid show, I think. Uh, cuz we're going to go ahead and do a Stranger's episode tonight.
0: Yes, we are. Oh yeah.
1: All right, so let's go ahead and do that. Let's get the, the ending music going. <sighs> All right, everybody. Episode 219 of Movie Sucktastic. As always, thank you for joining us, especially if you joined us live, uh, which is every Thursday at 8 o'clock. Go to well, our website. Well, Tonight we we're 10 minutes late, but yes. Uh, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download any of the shows there. Listen to the show there listen live watch live every thursday live Live. do it live um you can also go to itunes and you can download the show or listen to it uh as well if you go there make sure you leave us a review we always appreciate it if you want to email us the address is themovieguys at moviesartastic.com. if you want to leave us voicemail it's 908-514-4470 If you want to go to our Facebook page, it's Facebook.com slash Moviesucktastic. Everything we talk about during the show, from trailers to whatever, is on there. You can go to our Tumblr page at Moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. And if you want to do a search for us in your favorite browser, Scott likes Google. Google it. You can just do a search for Moviesucktastic and we come up everywhere. Also, don't forget to download the free Android app. Everything is on there, everything from the show to movie posters to an About Us section. It's all in the free Android app. And there's also an, uh, an iPod, iPod, uh, and a Mac version, however you wanna call it, compatible version uh, of the website as well for all you Mac, Apple users. And that does it. You have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson?
0: Wow, from the Garbage Pail Kids movie? No, I don't. Baby gonna cry. (laughs) (laughs) We get things done by doing it together. How come it's not a soundtrack to this movie? What the fuck?
1: There's no budget. I think that's the only song.
0: No, there's like three other songs including the Garbage Pail Kids song at the end of the movie. Oh,
1: that's right. There is a Garbage Pail Kids song.
0: Yeah. God,
1: that's a bad song.
0: It is. I need The album?
1: The album? Yes. Sure you do.
0: <laughs> All right. We, we got to jump right into the strangers, so we'll talk to you guys right. very shortly if you're listening to us on that show.
1: We'll talk to you next week, everybody. Where,
0: where, where can they go for Strangers in a Strange Land?
1: Uh, Strangelandradio.com.
0: Um, or just go to iTunes and search for strange Strangeland Radio or Strangers in Strange If you go
1: to iTunes, it's Strangeland Radio. Uh, no, stop it. If Strangers in a Strange Land. Is strangers in a Strange Land. Just put Scott Wilson and Joey Guida in the search so that you get the right thing. Right. Um, and you could also do the same thing in a browser. Yep. Uh, or you can go to StrangelandRadio.com. It's all the yep. same thing. All, all right, right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Are we done yet? Music's fading out, man. Are yeah, my
0: father's been calling me for the past five minutes. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> All, right.
1: Bye-bye. All right, bye bye. All right, bye.